0: dream of having your own in-house cigar lounge? Well, Jr. Cigars is here to help. By entering our ultimate cigar lounge sweepstakes, you can win $5,000 towards your dream in-house cigar lounge. Cutters, lighters, ashtrays, chairs, whatever you can think of. Simply go to our website and click sweepstakes right up top, or go to sweepstakes.jrcigars.com. You can only enter once a day, but up until May 31st, you can enter every single day. More times you enter, more chances you have to win.
1: Get ready for Smoke Night Live with Massa Sensei.
2: Never alone.
3: Boom, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. It's Friday night. This is episode 236 of Smoke Night Live. This episode is entitled... Hold on. By the way, our, uh, get that thing let me get focused. this camera focused here. I don't know why. It just sometimes it likes to... There we yeah, go. It's ep- ooh, It was episode 236, Smoke Night Live. We call this episode the overcoming social distancing episode because we're bringing everybody together. Which is what we do on the dojo. We bring everybody together. Gosh darn it, we're not going to allow this crazy stuff to, that's going on to affect our Friday night herfs. and we're going to hang out with Dojo Nation for a while. Dojo. In studio, I have my good friend Emmett Malone, Blind Man's Buff. How you doing, Emmett? Hello, I'm great. How yeah? are you? I'm glad that you were able to uh, sneak out of the house. And still alive, still healthy. We're good. Still going strong. And uh, V-Remote, we have Robbie Rasmussen. Robbie, how are you doing?
4: I'm doing well. How are you doing?
3: Good. Robbie is, of course, one of the uh, writers for the Cigar Dojo and, of course, one of the hosts of the world-famous show, Flavor Odyssey. World-famous, baby. Exactly. And we also have, from Flavor Odyssey, Randy Griggs. Randy, how are you?
4: I am doing fantastic. Excited to be here.
3: And... Last, but certainly not least, is our intrepid producer, Jordan, the Wonder Boy producer. Jordan, how are you doing, my friend? Pretty good. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty,
4: pretty good. <laughs>
3: so, guys, uh, tonight on the show, we will be uh, doing a myriad of things, um, mainly just uh, talking about what's, A, going on in the world, what's going on mm. in the uh, cigar world. In fact, tonight... Uh, we were literally supposed to be broadcasting live Oof. from Camp Camacho oh. in Honduras. And now you have to sit next to me. And <laughs> I can't decide <laughs> if that would
2: if that would've been cooler to be stranded in Honduras
5: or
3: mm, I, yeah. I don't know about So that. we just got word, uh, was it today or yesterday? Today or yesterday that um no flights go in or out of Honduras for a minimum of seven days. So Oof. had had our trip not been cancelled. We would have been for sure stuck in Honduras for seven days. Now, that could have been, like, good or bad. Like, I mean, if we were stuck, like, in the, you know, Camacho compound, Jordan. That might would have, be cool. Might have been kind of fun for maybe, I don't know, six, seven days? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Having gone on some of those, like, 18-day trips, I know it, it can get old. And, and
3: it would be probably real nerve-wracking, like, are we really going to get out of here in seven days? <laughs> yeah. And so, but we're not there. We're here. That got canceled. Uh, everything is shut down everywhere, all over the world, as you know, pretty much. Other than essential things, um, I want to just sort of like get a kind of a rundown of how everybody's doing and the, how this is affecting their lives. Because, in, in my opinion, this show is a little bit of like a time capsule. We will look back on this show in a couple months and, and we might think, wow, man. That was horrible, man. It was crazy back then. Or, hopefully not, but we might look back and think, "Geez, we had it good then. <laughs> yeah. Things were still good then. Little Who did we know. Little did we know what was about to happen. But Emmett, you have two small baby twins. Yeah. Baby and twins, twins. Fun. Uh, how are things going? I mean, I assume for you, everybody yeah. now is compacted into the house. And yeah. I mean, luckily
2: for these first two weeks, uh, my wife Jamie has off. She's a teacher, so they extended her spring break. But after that, uh, we're going to have to both be working with, with two one-year-olds and a five-year-old that all need something. It's going to be pretty interesting.
3: Okay, so let's talk. In Colorado here, things are not like what Robbie and Randy are going through, and we'll get to them next. But in Colorado, we still have a fair amount of freedom and things being open. Restaurants <laughs> are still open. Uh, still it's, America over here. Yeah, it's still... <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's kind of I mean not for very long probably but you know we can still go to it we can't sit in a restaurant. Right. We can get takeout. That's we can go to the restaurant, something. order the food yeah. and by the way, I just just tonight, uh, they announced that restaurants can give you alcohol to go mm. here. I didn't see that. In Colorado. So That's like you nice. could you could go somewhere and like I'll just take my <laughs> just take my bourbon to go, put it in a sippy cup and all like the good old days. Like the good old days. So we're kind of semi normal. Emmett, yeah. what would you say is the most bizarre aspect of what we're dealing with so far in this whole coronavirus Ooh. panic most- and Whatever you want to call it, I don't know. Situation. Uh, the most bizarre thing to me is
2: social media. Just the the huge gambit of reactions and Oof. and people's you know interpretations of what's happening. Just from one spectrum to the other, it's just crazy how differently everybody sees it. And to the level people are freaking out or not, it, it, it blows my mind a little bit.
3: Emmett, you know, for me, my mind goes back and forth. I am I'm, I'm like in a, in a tr- like a in a mental tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> Between thinking this is just crazy, out of control panic that we're overreacting to, but then the other side of the tug of war is, wow, we're we're doing the right things. We're 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 hopefully getting ahead of the game on all of this. Yeah. And and so like I I, I tend to lean towards we're doing the right thing, but there's always this sort of tug in my mind, like, you know, holy cow, what if we're just you know, what if we're just overreacting to it? Yeah, them,
2: totally. I mean, we've we basically willingly collapsed the world's economy, like, on purpose. <laughs> right. And it,
3: it, I mean, is that worth it? I, we don't know yet. It's crazy. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out in two, three months. Uh, Robbie, now you are in a little bit of a different situation in the Bay Area. <coughs> You're in a uh, shelter-in-place and just sort of talk that through just so we can document it here on this episode of Smoke Like Live. What's going on in your world there?
0: Well, all, all the things that you just said, like going to restaurants and getting takeout and uh, takeout booze and all that stuff, that's all legit here, too, um, for the most part. Uh, you kind of at least the way I understand it, Randy, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, like it's kind of a call in advance uh, curbside service type situation for just about every uh, restaurant that's still open. Not all of them are, um, but I know that uh, like to-go alcohol sales are a real thing now, even though they never really were before. It has to be in a specific covered cup or whatever. I uh, can't have a straw in it, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but uh, as far as the shelter-in-place is concerned, um, as like, my neighbor's just driving by on the street right now, I mean, we're supposed to stay home for uh and only leave the house if it's an essential thing like you're going to the grocery store, you have to I don't know go to the doctor, or what have you, check on family, that kind of thing. Um it's not <clears throat> I mean it, it's a thing that I never thought I would see in my lifetime because I I mean I've never seen anything like this, but in on the surface it's not that bad. For small business it's really tough. Um you know, we're doing a lot of... We're trying to get creative at the brewery that I work at to uh, make sure that we can still get our beer out to the public. Uh, Randy's facing a lot of the same problems. But, uh, um, you know, it's I, I try, I'm trying to be really positive. And, Eric, I'm having the same tug-of-war as you. I mean, I feel like we're doing the right thing. And we should... You know, there's a shelter in place. And it's for all of California now. That was announced today. It's not just the Bay Area. It's all of California. Um, <clears throat> I think we're doing some of the right things. But it also feels kind of... Uh, you know, maybe it's a little bit, maybe maybe it's a bit much. Um, I don't really know what to think of it. I'm still kind of trying to get my head around it. But, uh, you know, the sun was out today, took my dog for a walk, so it wasn't that bad.
3: So, Robbie, you know, the same question I I asked Emmett, uh, you know, what are some of the sort of the major things that are affecting you, like things that the hardest part of, of sort of getting through this for you on a daily basis, or is it? Or is it not, not such a huge deal?
0: You know, it's. I worked from home a lot over the last decade and uh, when I was kind of running my own business and doing design work and consulting and stuff. So being home isn't that much of a change. My wife is here all the time. That's a change. So my days are brighter. But, uh, oh. <laughs> right? That's, you got to do that. She, I think she's in the other room watching and or listening.
4: I was going to uh, say, clearly, Dana's watching. Hi, Dana. Sorry. <laughs> Robbie's making some points for later. Good job.
3: Nice.
0: Well, nice. I mean, we're stuck together here for the next few weeks. I got to <laughs> score those points when I can. Uh, clearly, as you can see, I have not used the time to clean my garage. Um, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing for me right now is, is work. And, you know, we're, I work for a brewery. It's a small company. And we, you know, in essence, our um, keg sales are dead because anybody who serves beer on tap is closed. So that's a tough thing for us. We're only distributed in California. We're self-distributed, so that's another hurdle that we have to cross. Um, we can currently we can offer beer for takeout at our tap room, so people can drive up and place an or place an order online and drive up. We kind of do curbside service, and we're still servicing accounts that uh, like liquor stores and grocery stores and stuff. But you know, trying to come up with new ways to make sure that we can get our beer out. You know, still make beer, still make money, and, like, make sure everybody still has a job. Is uh, that's, prob- that's the most stressful thing for me. On a personal level, being at home, not that bad. You know, I mean, like I said, I got to take my dog for a walk today at, like, 2.30.
2: Right.
5: Look so, at, not too uh, bad. Look at Rob's shirt. Oh, that's a you sweet shirt. That's We've all shirt. been ignoring it until this point. You know, like, we got to point it out.
3: It's Come sort on. of a, you know, honestly, it's a very poignant shirt at this point. It's like <laughs> on the Titanic, it's we're all <laughs> still happy. We're all still this happy. This was us like two weeks ago, right? We're, you know, <laughs> but we're like we're like a couple of days away from like you know like being on a a floating you know door in the middle of the ocean, and there's just not enough room for, for Jack to lay on the the door with uh, Rose there. But uh, Randy, what about you? Uh, what's uh, what's going on in your world? I know you're just a uh, not too far from from Robbie, but. Uh, How's it been for you? I know you're a very high energy guy, doing a lot of uh, Cuban coffee and. and doing
0: <laughs> we got to get them uh, off the Cuban coffee. That's, yeah. it's going to be a bad thing.
4: Well, I'll tell you, I haven't got as much sleep since I got the new espresso machine. Um, so that's been that's been a real hurdle in my life. But uh, but no, I and I think most of you guys know, um, I had a son three and a half months ago, and so uh, my company is also. I got sent home two weeks ago actually to work from home. Uh, being in marketing we can work from home fairly easily but um for me on a personal note I'm taking paternity time the next two weeks and I'm thrilled about it to be perfectly frank you know my son's uh, lighting up my life every day, so I'm super excited to get to spend extra time with him. Um, Chad is right. I am bouncing off the walls a little <laughs> bit. Uh, er- Eric and Jordan can definitely attest to, like, I make a lot more phone calls these days, because uh, I-, I need a little more social interaction. We usually
5: get, like, one call from Randy, you know, every other day. Now we get, like, three a day.
3: Every other hour. <laughs> every other hour.
4: <laughs> I'm an excitable guy. I got a lot of ideas. that Now I'm just sitting in the in the lab all day. Uh, so thankfully, uh as anybody who watches Flavor Odyssey knows, uh, the studio is set up in my uh, garage. So I have moved my um, personal office from my office in the house out to the studio. So I've just been kind of living in the garage, smoking cigars. So that's been cool. Um, on And then because of the fires in California, I already had uh, the N99 masks. Uh, so when I do choose to go out in the because of bar- barbecue, I have nitro gloves. So uh, I can get properly like uh, safe before I come back in the house. And, you know, for me, you know, you guys talked about the tug of war. Um, I'm not terribly concerned about myself. I'm a relatively healthy guy. But be, having the little one in the house, you know, I'm, I'm taking extra precautions and figuring it's better safe than sorry. Um, we'll figure out what this really is. But then uh, on a work uh, note, you know, both Rob and I work for breweries. And that's been tough keeping the messaging going out um, as we are trying to keep uh, our two locations open. Um, I guess I'll break news uh, here: uh, we are going to close one of our locations tomorrow yeah. uh, uh, until you know further notice. I guess um, so. That's disappointing. Uh, you know, those hourly employees are going to get laid off so that they have an opportunity to go grab themselves some unemployment. Um, but it's uh, it's going to be tough financially for a lot of people. You know, I saw, uh, you know, being America, you know, it's, it's a land of entrepreneurship. So many people work for themselves, they freelance and most of those people don't have, um, insurance. So I think that's going to end up being, um, a, a big deal for people as far as like losing their jobs and income and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be doing a bunch of dojo work for the next two weeks to oh, keep me busy. Oh, There we
3: go. So, uh, <laughs> So before we, uh, I got other topics to talk about before we uh, get too far into this. But let's go ahead and start, because tonight we decided, you know what? This is one of those nights where here we are, we're uh, kind of all going through this together. That's another weird thing about this, Emmett, is it's, like, a lot of times, like, if it's a hurricane or, like, a big blizzard here in Colorado, like, we might be dealing with something or the people in Florida might be dealing with a hurricane. But then everybody else is normal, and they're saying, oh, I hope you guys are okay. This is just everybody. I mean, literally, it's everybody. So we decided tonight, let's bring out a pairing that we really like, a cigar and drink pairing that we personally like. (coughs) Everything is uh, tailored to us individually, so I'll go ahead and start. Um, I'm smoking a Liga Pravada T52, and I'm pairing it with Mm -hmm. a a bourbon that I recently got that I really, really like. This is uh, Heaven Hill, bottled in Bond. I uh, hope you can see that. It's it's only $44, so it's a very affordable bourbon, but really, really good. And these two items, I think, go very well together because the, the T-52 has got just pretty much all the depth and flavor that you really want. It can compete with this uh, you know, bourbon that also has a really nice long finish on it. So that's what I chose to go with. I'm going with uh, the T52 in the Heaven Hill. Emmett, what did you bring? I I already know what you got, but and this is a fantastic pairing. But tell people what what you decided to go with tonight. So
2: I decided to go all Cuban for mine. So I went with a uh, Monte Cristo Number Two, one of my all-time favorites, uh, from 2011, and then a uh, Havana Club Seven Year Rum. Nice. I'm always this has always been one of my favorite pairings. They're both. They're both pretty light in body, but they both have, like, that sweetness that really complements each other, and they don't overpower each other, and you
3: can you can smoke and drink that all night long. Do you do you feel like, like rum is uh, a more approachable pairing than, than bourbon? I think so. I actually Because it's maybe just a tad, you know, uh, it's not as, it, it hits you in the face yeah, kind of a thing? Yeah, it's not
2: quite as strong. I, I actually really like pairing rum. <coughs> uh, I know a lot of guys are, are doing bourbon right now. Um but uh, rum has always been my go-to for cigars uh just cuz it's easier to it's easier to pair up like you won't get one that is going to knock the other out necessarily um and they're they're kind of made for each other I I feel like you know that sweetness when we
3: were in Nicaragua just a couple weeks ago or what was that, a week and a half ago I don't know obviously we were drinking rum almost the entire time you know it was all Floridacanyon and stuff yeah. and rum is like the fun drink to drink when you're down there, and and the Perdomo part of the trip, we were down there with all these Czechoslovakian guys, and they were drinking rum literally like it was like Gatorade. I mean, just like <laughs> chugging it, and they were passing the rum around to each other. And now, just looking back on that, like a week later, <laughs> like how ins- <laughs> how insane how insane that was. You know, like everybody's on the bus, just like passing the yeah. the rum around now for whatever reason at the time i was like this probably isn't a good idea <laughs> so like i <laughs> was pa- forced i night. was passing on on the rum <laughs> but i mean those, those dudes they're probably all like you know covid-19 positive i'm sure they no i don't know that for a fact but those dudes they they drink like crazy but rum now havana club compared to say a florida conya what do you how do you feel like havana club is that do you think that's like a better one, choice or do you like the
2: i really like havana club uh i find the cuban rums like they always have such a little bite to it, like it's so smooth. Um you know, Florida Canyon is pretty smooth, like it's one of the smoothest ones I think you can get here in the States. Uh but the Cuban rum is just special to me. I, I
3: I love it. All right, Jordan, let's get let's get your uh your you have a really interesting pairing combination for everybody tonight. All right.
5: Uh, so we're going with the Reviver, which was a yeah. Dojo Agonorsa collaboration a couple of years ago. Still maybe even the best dojo collaboration. Um oh. And uh, with that, I always thought, I always got graham cracker notes from Aganorsa's Tobaccos. So I'm doing a little actual graham cracker. He's
3: literally going (coughs) with the graham cracker.
5: A couple of sticks. And then I got uh, Old Forester Birthday Bourbon, which is Mm. Old Forester's annual juice they come out with, 12 year aged. I think it's like the 102 proof. So it might be a Mm. bit heavy
3: for the cigar. We'll see. Jordan, does the... A little experimental. When you're eating a graham cracker and smoking a cigar and only drinking bourbon, <laughs> is that sort of like a dry combination? I mean... No. That's why he's got the glass of milk next to You got well, it.
5: Well, you know, I've got... Uh, obviously, I've also got Topo Cheek.
3: Yeah. The Topo.
5: I was wondering, and we were, before saying.
3: the show, we were asking you how you how you handle graham crackers and milk. Are you a... Uh, yeah. Are you a dipper?
5: Well, I'm a dipper. A dunker?
3: I'm, I'm uh
5: I'm like maybe a two or three dunk kind of guy. I want it to get, you know, a little soft, but I don't want my milk to become <laughs> part graham cracker over here. You don't want soup? No, no. But so I also you're not, if you do, you're not eating it with a spoon then. Yeah, I mean, no, and then on fun. the other end, if you just do one dip, then why do you? You might as well not have even dip it at all. You might as well just eat the graham cracker and take a drink of milk afterwards. So,
3: all right, um, let's go to uh, Robbie. Robbie, what's your uh, <laughs> What's your pairing? You are the pairing expert. So, what's your pairing tonight?
4: Oh my. lots of pressure.
0: Uh, first, okay. So, first of all, you gotta go with the graham crackers that have a little bit of the cinnamon on them. No. Oh yeah, get <laughs> three of them. Sit them in the glass of milk long enough for it, the bottom part to break off. Stick the rest of it in the glass of milk. Get a spoon and scoop that up. Oh, it's no, no, good. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that's too far. That's yeah, 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 baby.
3: That's and that's not even a graham cracker at that point. That's just like. Uh, no. You know, like, like the, the, or the raw ingredients are just swimming <laughs> yeah. in the milk. I don't know. It's, it's a good.
4: graham cracker smoothie, I oh. believe. Yeah, be. But
3: <laughs> don't you, on <laughs> a similar note, don't you hate when guys,
5: they can't let their cereal oh. sit in the milk at all. Like, they, do, they just... It just barely graces the milk, and then it's still crunchy in their mouth. You need that cereal to soften up a bit.
3: <laughs> Jordan's very serious
1: about very this. Yeah, a lot uh, of hard feelings on there.
3: He's like, don't you hate those guys? I hate it. Like, <laughs> All those people. Like, he has a list of guys, you know, like,
0: oh, Fred. And... <laughs> um, and to go back to rum, absolutely rum is one of the best pairings with cigars. To me, pairing a cigar, coffee is the best, mm. and then rum, yeah. and then pretty much everything else. But I mean, cigars and rum to me, and I'm a big uh, Nicaraguan rum guy. Florida Cana is uh, my juice of choice, Jordan, to use your word. Uh, but there's some really good
5: ones out there. I'm not a big. Randy, Cuban. doesn't think that's an actual term? You haven't been like in the bourbon. He's, he's not in long enough.
0: With the jive, dude. It's not in. It's not down with it.
4: When I, when I learned to distill, uh, wash into distillate in the textbooks that I was reading, it actually referred to it as distillate rather than juice. But, you know, you call it whatever you want. Right? Uh,
5: yeah, if wanna, you wow. want to be on the ultra-technical term, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you want to be cool, you use the actual lingo that guys uh, that have uh, a good time.
0: <laughs> and Randy is also the only person in the beer industry that will tell you that there's not a difference between top fermenting and bottom fermenting. He's the only one?
4: There are millions of cells in every <laughs> milliliter of liquid. I mean, it's 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 scientific evidence behind my argument. Everybody else is literally going off of something before it's, Louis Pasteur, you know, found, found uh, discovered the microscope in the seventeen hundreds. So you know. it's
0: fine. Nobody cares. I just like to <laughs> to, to poke you with that story. Um, not saying that nobody cares what you have to say. Nobody cares about the topic. You <laughs> um. <laughs> See, I haven't picked on Jordan. I've been picking on Randy a lot lately. I it's, feel like I, I've I, been picking on you, Rob. Yeah, I get picked on. I'm so yeah. sorry. It's all right. It's all right. I, just, I usually – I deserve it. Uh, yeah, Rob definitely deserves it. Oh, for definitely. That is the truest of stories. Uh, so to go with my pairing – um, this is a special cigar that I'm smoking. It's the Placencia for uh, Davidoff, Geneva. Um, and I don't know a ton about this cigar. I know it is a Nicaraguan pu- uh, Puro. It is uh, made at the Placencia factory for uh, Davidoff. But I-, I think it's a store exclusive. Is that correct, Randy? You know more about
4: this than I do, right? Uh, Davidoff sells it exclusively, yeah. Okay.
0: So this was a particular cigar that Randy shared with me and uh, a few of us uh, uh, local guys and some uh, dojo guys to share with him uh, for the birth of his son, Andre. I wasn't able to, uh, to join the day that everybody got together to smoke. So I wanted to smoke it tonight since I, normally when Randy and I are smoking together on the show, it's everything's pre-planned. So this was one of the first times that I was able to uh, go with a cigar of choice and be pairing it. So I wanted to uh, pair this one in honor of uh, the young and adorable and rapidly growing Andre.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, Randy. Uh, let's. Oh, get I didn't, I didn't so say what's the juice. Oh, yeah, so- the sorry, 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 Robbie. I cut you off there. That's, what's your? That's all right.
0: I'm going with uh, a bourbon that was uh, gifted to me from uh, the great June Lou. Uh, nice. This is. Let me get in the camera there. The Rock Hill Farms uh, Single Barrel uh, Bourbon. And I know nothing about it other than that it tastes delicious.
5: Yeah. I tried to tell you about it before the show. Apparently you weren't <laughs> listening. That's okay. Now, you, you did. You did, and I wasn't.
3: <laughs> does, that, does that bourbon run over that cigar at all? Is it?
0: Uh... You know, I, I hadn't smoked the cigar before, and I wanted to go with something that I felt was not going to be too over the top and too powerful, uh, nothing cask strength or anything like that. Um, I had a little bit left in a bottle of Hibiki 12. I thought that would have been a good pairing, but it wasn't quite enough. Um, so I really wanted to go with a a Japanese whiskey, but that was the only one I've got. So that was, uh, that kind of went out, out the window. So I grabbed this kind of at the last minute. The, the whiskey has a real nice flavor to it. The pairing's going really well. I keep thinking about graham crackers. I don't know if they're actually, if I can taste them here or if it's just placebo from Jordan, but, um, the pairing so far is quite tasty.
3: Nice. Well, wow, there's nothing wrong with Rock Hill Farms. That's a great, that's a great choice for for bourbon for sure.
5: It's uh, it's Blanton's but 100 proof and a little more time.
3: Mm.
0: It is, it is very tasty, and it's not super strong. Like it's, it's got a very sweet character to it, and it's really smooth and easy to drink. So that was kind of why I decided to go with this pairing. I mean, obviously, jo- or, uh, June brought this over to my Christmas party, and we put a pretty good dent in it. At that point, I think we got down to just above the logo, and I did most of the rest myself.
3: Everything in moderation, boys. That's right, baby, even moderation. All right, Randy, uh, what do you got for us tonight? What are you pairing for this uh, social distancing uh, evening?
4: So this evening, I have chosen a coffee brown ale from St. Archer Brewery out of San Diego. It's a 5.7% brown ale with uh, San Francisco Bay Uh, coffee incorporated into it and the cigar pairing is the espinosa morcielago and this is in a double figurado uh, vitola that they sent out to the espinosa elite members uh, for the first year of that club so i was pretty excited to get these and because uh, rob makes fun of um, me referring to the nipple foot yeah. with frequency um as i pointed out that the brimstone has that from uh from southern draw you just um, to
2: say nipple on the air right i did
4: i did the nipple foot it works man i'm telling you uh but no but it's a very tasty cigar it has a san andreas wrapped um uh, wrapper on that it has that nice sweet coffee and chocolate characteristic uh it's pairing really really nicely with the coffee notes um, imparted from the infusion into this brown ale and then um, of course what's a good cigar experience without Topo Chico
3: yeah you gotta have Topo Chico (laughs)
4: and and, and just so I can kind of stay on par with you guys I grabbed a bottle of um, Knob Creek single barrel that came from a local shop that uh, I'm pretty friendly with they have a whiskey club they actually got to go to Knob Creek and and do the wine thief and taste different barrels and choose the the barrel that they wanted to use, and so um, I'm sipping rye, on that. Right? That's the rye. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. That that is the rye, not the bourbon. Um, so I'm I'm sipping on that on the side, but but the pairing of the. Coffee Brown and Morcellago is working beautifully. So, so Randy had to outdo us all and have four four things.
3: he, has... <laughs> he, he told me he wow. was gonna do three, well, and so it, I was like,
2: "Oh, I'm gonna do three also." Yeah. It.
5: You it should pull. have had the milk. You uh, blew it. Yeah. I almost came with the milk. <laughs> and I gotta say, it's a little. It when I take a bite of the graham cracker, it's pretty dry. It's <laughs> <and the milk>. <laughs> <laughs> so crispy.
3: Hey, uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and do the commercial now and get that out of the way. When we come back from my commercial break. We're going to talk about uh, the some of our favorite things to do while we are quarantined. Well, not really quarantined, but you get the yet. picture. Uh, not yet. Uh, well, we'll be talking about our three favorite albums to run on repeat during quarantine. Yeah. And some great shows to binge watch. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to hear, if you guys are watching the show on Facebook, I want to hear what you guys say as well. Like, uh, Tell us your thoughts as we're going through those. But there's a couple quick bits of housekeeping, Jordan. Housekeeping. Housekeep it. Uh, One thing is, A, this week we announced the Bonsai is coming back, baby. Nice. Bonsai is coming back. It will be available at uh, smoker-friendly outlets as well as their online store, which is Payless Cigars and Pipes. Uh, It'll be probably in the next week or so. Um, And uh, so just keep your eyes peeled. There's not going to be, like, a mass email or anything. It'll just come for sale, and you can... Grab some bundles, and this is going to be going ongoing now. So um, the bonsai was so popular that it, from this point forward, now that doesn't mean it won't sell out, but uh, it'll be ongoing, and um, so you'll be able to grab bundles. They're only fifty-five dollars a bundle for ten cigars. It's a neat little, nice. It's a neat little small form factor. In fact, that's one of Scott's favorite in the audience here. It's one of Scott's favorites. So good. He gets an hour and a half out of those, don't you, Scott? You get an hour and a half out of those bad it's boys. For
0: real? Oh, he smokes smokes like me.
5: They're
2: they're wow. bunched. Thick. Got an hour it's and twenty minutes out of the last one I enjoyed. Is there you go. See,
3: it's like it, it, the whole idea of a bonsai is trying to make a a small tree that's just as beautiful as a big tree. So the bonsai is a small cigar that's just as beautiful mm. as a big cigar. Deep. <laughs> hence, hence the bonsai <laughs> term. Uh, uh, also, one other uh, quick <coughs> housekeeping note. Uh, we've started this virtual lounge, Jordan. It's a virtual lounge <laughs> you where you can, because everybody's looking for <laughs> stuff to do. Everybody's looking for stuff to do because they're cooped up in their house. So we started a virtual lounge. Oh. And if you want the link, you just go on the Dojo app and ask for it. I usually post it every couple hours. But you can go on there. You can video chat with your Dojo buddies or anybody else. Hang out. The other day, uh, Terrence was on there hanging out, talking with us. Um, It's a lot of fun. We're going to keep it going. It's open 24-7. Like, literally, you can, you know, it works best if you grab a couple guys and say, hey, let's go on there right now together so you're not just by yourself, of course. But uh, the other day, there was, like, nine dudes on there, Jordan. We were, like, nine dudes. We were all just (laughs) talking and stuff.
5: I got Graham Cracker in my mouth. It It
3: was amazing. So so if you want to take part in the virtual lounge, uh, just pop on the dojo and ask somebody what the link is. I don't want the link just... Floating around in the public because then, you know, we might get some unsavory <coughs> types or whatever. But crepos. Yeah, it, it's it is a blast. We re, we were doing it before the show. We had a great time, even S- just super cool idea. Just before the show started. So, ah, yeah. uh, this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high-end boxes, including the brand new exclusive Cabanas, crafted by mm-hmm. the legendary Don Pepin Garcia. Don't forget to check out their social media pages, including YouTube, where they feature cigar reviews, interviews, and their famous weekly top five videos. Check out JR Cigars for all of your premium cigar needs. And right now, more important than ever, because if you're going to need to stock up on cigars. I mean, toilet paper. Mark. Yeah. yes somewhat important and you
5: can use a cigar as toilet paper if you get no that's and, you know, you know no, you you just can. use the use the cello
3: yes
0: just put the cello kind of on your finger and oh, oh stop.
5: Yeah.
3: <laughs> robbie's a big bidet guy
5: oh i'm all about the bidet. i think i'm going bidet i'm leaning in
2: the bidet direction
5: i'm okay. telling you
0: it's,
4: can i just throw cold, out there though, right
2: it's cold water right like
4: Unless, uh, you, get, unless well, you get a heated got, one, man, I don't. You gotta get the big daddy. Not, you get, get ones
5: that there. heat it and then they dry off afterwards. Like, too. If then, I made a list of then, maybe, maybe a few things that other things <laughs> that ooh, cold I don't know. water. <laughs>
1: hey
3: I just yeah. I have a hard time with the bidet concept. Yeah, I do too. I, Squirting water there, I mean? and <laughs> is it gonna aim in the right? You know, I don't. You know, nah, I don't even want to. You gotta be flexible.
2: You gotta be. I'll take the three seashells over that any
3: day. Oof. Don't you? St-
2: oh,
0: I keep seeing the three. She and I know it's. Is that from? What is that uh, from? It's Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. If You
2: haven't seen Demolition, Demolition Man. Man I you know, knew where it was. That is troll, a must. Could, uh, for some
0: reason, I was thinking it was Fifth Element, but no. it's yeah.
2: Early '90s classic uh, yeah. Stallone action movie. It's great.
0: Isn't Wesley Snipes in that yeah, too? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes.
2: I miss yes, Wesley he Snipes. Bro Yeah, he went to prison, <laughs> right? Like, did he? For, ta- like, for tax yeah, evasion, active. I think. Yeah, he, he went to
3: oh. jail. Well, that's depressing. Yeah. By the way, you have a, uh, ju- we, we now know you have till J- July 15th to do your taxes. That's, that's a new, that's new. let's see if we can focus that camera, Jordan. Of course, we finished ours like three weeks ago. The reason why we're having fo- focusing problem is because Same boat. Cause I'm not in the middle. Like, the middle is no longer me. It's in between me and Emmett, so that's...
5: It sh- wants to go to Emmett's shirt.
3: I'll just hold this right here, and it'll <laughs> stay. I can just
5: go permanent sexy cam if you
3: want. I'll just stay like this. Guys, so here's the deal. We're going to go through uh, some stuff, and I want to get everybody's opinion on Facebook as well. Like, some of your favorite uh, shows to binge watch while you're stuck in your house. Some of your favorite albums to just keep on repeat. So what should we go first, Jordan? Should we go albums or, or uh, shows? What do you think?
5: Uh, you might might as well go albums first.
3: Albums? All right, so here it is. Guys, if you're watching on Facebook, what are some of the albums that you would choose to just keep on loop this whole time? And I've got three. Emmett's got three. Robbie's got three. Randy's got three. Jordan's got three. So uh, I guess we'll just go through these. I'll say one, and then Emmett, and then Robbie, and then Randy, and then Jordan, and we'll just keep going down the line. As you can see, Jordan's really producing. He's changing the lights as we go. Yeah. It's incredible. He's really earned his money look tonight. At him, look at him go. All right. So uh, here we go. My first album that I would put on repeat right. in a quarantine situation is from 1986, XTC. The album is Skylarking. Now, most people know this album from the song Dear God, but that's not even nearly the best <laughs> song on that album. God, the, the, there is, <laughs> the whole entire album is incredible. So if you want a great album to keep on repeat, XTC Skylarking, 1986, especially if you're, you know, from my sort of generation, I was into, you know, I'm '80s 80s kid, right? I mean, I was born in the 60s, but I was, in the 80s, I was a teenager listening to music. And that album still resonates. In fact, <clears throat> when I fly Emmett, when I fly on an airplane, I almost always put that album on wow. first. That's like the it's first special place. It has in your a heart. special place in my heart. I respect that, Emmett. What's the first pick that you have that you would put on repeat? So my first
2: one was uh, the
3: Beatles' *Sgt.
2: Pepper*. Mm. I, nice. I, mean, I picked a couple like concept albums just because I figured you know you'd listen to it in the entirety. So I, that that's one of my all-time
3: favorites. So Emmett, um, *Sgt. Pepper*, how, do you are you a, typically a Beatles fan? Just in I general, I love the Beatles. Yeah, I do. How do you rank that album? Is that just a that's fun my favorite Beatles album? That is your favorite yeah, Beatles sure. album. Did you see
5: Yesterday?
2: I did not see that. Oh, I need to I see that. I watched
3: it. that last
0: night. That is Literally it. watched it last night. That's great. That's right? a great movie, right?
5: Fantastic. It's, it? That's just a feel good yeah. movie. It's Come fun. On. Yeah, it's
3: fun. It's finally it's... an original movie.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's on my list, for sure.
3: Somebody finally made... You don't have to make a superhero movie. <laughs> you don't have to remake <laughs> exactly. Spider-Man every single time. You can make an original movie. It's still possible. Kevin <laughs> Keithen just said Stone Temple Pilots core. That's a mm, good pick. That is a good one. I'm a big Stone Temple well, Pilots fan. On
0: that note, can I go next? Yes. Yes. <laughs> You're up. Well, I like you are uh, obsessed with 80s music. I'm, I'm a 90s guy um and the first album on my list came out on September 29th 1992 7 days after my birthday by the way and it was called Core by Stone Temple Pilots oh, yeah. that was that's wow. the first it's that might i mean it's always hard to say like favorite album of all time or whatever but that's up there for me because that was i was what a, a freshman sophomore in high school and that uh, that album I just freaking loved that album. It's just nonstop. I could put that on repeat every single track. There's not a single track on there that I don't like.
3: What's uh, what's sort of like a, a track or two that people would maybe recognize, so they would know what you're well, talking about.
0: Plush is the the mm, biggest. Yeah. One. That's their that's the number one uh, um, song from Stone Temple Pilots. Um, and Scott Wy- Weiland or Wheeland. I don't know how you he say it. He's one of my favorite lead singers of all time. May he rest. But um something about his voice was... And he did a lot of different projects you can find. He did some folksy stuff. And um, I think... What was, the, was it? Velvet Revolver was kind of like an all-star band mm-hmm.
2: that he... Yeah, it was uh, the Remnants of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. it was...
0: Uh, it, I know Slash was in there. I don't know if it was the yeah. rest of Guns N' Roses. But it was kind of an Audio Slave type thing where yeah. a bunch of different uh, uh, artists got together. They, they only had like one or two good songs. But he did a couple other things. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Plush is the first one... Uh, sex type thing was uh, another big hit off of that album um, just some uh, some really really good tracks on that one
3: yeah I'm a big I'm a big stone temple pilots fan myself that's a great pick I could have I could go with that I can I could go with either Emmett's or yours those are both really good picks uh, Randy what's your first what's your first selection in albums that you'd put on repeat uh, an
4: album that I could put on in any mood, in any situation, and just listen to it front to back, uh, would have come out in 1978, the year before I was born. And also 1978 was the year that homebrewing became legal in America. <laughs> I, uh, Very <laughs> a <lot> important of... <laughs> year for Randy. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the world was like preparing for my <laughs> arrival a little bit. Uh, and, uh, uh, but that would be Bob Marley uh, Kaya. Nice. Yeah, great choice it's, that's it's it's a mellow one you know I, I've bartended a lot in my in my career and it's one of those uh albums you can just put on it's not offensive to anybody everybody's kind of got their head rocking as they're going may not be their like favorite genre of music necessarily but again it's never offensive it's always you know well received give us a song or two off of that uh, off well of the, the that. title track the title track kaya it's probably my favorite off that one. Uh, Satisfy Your Soul came off of that one. Is This Love? Uh, Sun is Shining. I mean, uh, literally, uh, the, I would say there's five uh, iconic Bob Marley songs that everybody would recognize and know all, that all originated from that album. All right, Jordan, you're up. What's your first? pick. That well,
5: you would everything do. I pick nobody's gonna know, so you might as well not even <laughs> have me on here. Jordan, don't you can't, I'm not gonna pick songs you that you guys be... want me to pick. I'm gonna pick what I want to pick. Alright. All right. And so uh my first pick, pick it. Yeah, the first pick is uh album called Much Love from uh, Microwave. Oh yeah. Really never good.
3: heard of it. Oh dude it's, it's, it's you guys
0: love the microwave. I need to listen to it, it yeah, is incredible.
3: Joe, that's a great pick. And in fact that almost made that almost made my list because that is such a good album. And just before I give my second pick, I want to ask you something like do you see like albums as a whole different than like a really great song like like when I asked you this question like bring albums that you would repeat. Yeah. That's different than saying like what are some of your favorite songs? Because an album, like you, you already mentioned, like *Sgt. Pepper's*, you like it because it's a concept yeah. album. It's the whole album as a whole.
2: Yeah, I feel like um, that used to have more meaning than it does Right. Today. Yes. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, 70s <coughs> through 90s, definitely. Uh, I
3: miss getting the album, the physical, yeah. the physical <laughs> album. I
5: will almost not listen to anything unless it has a good full album. Mm. If it's if it come out with a single, anybody can come out with a single. I don't care about that.
3: Oof. All right, I'm going to go with my second one. Uh, we should
5: come out with a
0: single. Yeah, I mean, come on.
3: My Cork s- and Cage, Randy, it's coming.
0: <laughs> it's our uh, punk band. We're going to do it.
3: My my second pick is the self-titled album from 1979, The Specials. Mm. The Specials. One of the original, uh, this is like two-tone ska stuff from back in the day. Mm. You know, gangsters, you've done too much, too much, too young. You know, Monkey Man, that kind of thing. Like, that is an incredible album from start to finish. If you like ska, it is absolutely fantastic. Now, it's not a concept album by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination, but it's just good Tunes all the way through the specials, 1979. Emmett, what's your all right. second pick, brother?
2: So my second one, uh, kind of on the heels of what uh, Rob was talking about, the self-titled album, Audio Slave. Oh, nice. Uh, Audio Slave is. Probably, I see a theme know, happening uh, here. It's probably my favorite band of all time, and I, I'm nice. so, I was so upset when Chris Cornell died. He, he was so amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, every every track on that that first album of theirs is just solid.
3: I love it. So, Audio Slave. See, now I'm not super familiar with Audio Slave. So, that was like a super group kind of thing?
2: Yeah, so Audio Slave is um, basically the everyone but the lead singer from Rage Against the Machine plus um, the lead singer from Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. Uh, so, super group.
3: Chris Cornell had
1: a
0: great voice. Yeah. Great oh, voice. One of the best, yeah. man. One of the best. Yeah. Amazing.
3: That's a good pick. I, I, I'm not familiar with it, but I, I like the genre that you're in, yeah. Emmett. Uh, all right, uh, Robbie. What's your number two pick, brother?
0: Uh, I guarantee you've heard "Like a Stone" that comes off that album. Yes, uh, that song. was that's uh, that's one of my favorite songs, maybe of all time. Just the words.
5: Coach, Ice. and listen,
0: yeah. If you listen to uh, um, Corn, Chris Cornell did some live albums where it was just him, like mm-hmm. solo stuff, and he does a cover or a version of that. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with the '90s. And I'll break uh, I'll I'll break uh, brand here after this one. But this one came out in 1995, uh, March of 1995 to be exact, which is April, May, June, three months before I graduated high school. And it is a band from Radiohead, a band called Radiohead, and the song or the album is called The Bends. I love this freaking album. Um, with uh, I, some of the biggest, the, I think the first single off that was called "Fake Plastic Trees." I think that was their first big single. "Black Star" is my favorite song on the album, but I can and "Iron Lung" is another good one too. I don't know which ones were the singles off of that, but I can listen to that album
5: what do you over, think and about over and over. New Radiohead.
0: You know, I haven't, I haven't really listened to any new-ish Radiohead. I okay. this is I've, I've never been a big Radiohead guy. I love this album though. No. Mm. The first album I liked. Um. Uh, whatever. I can't remember the name of the the single that came off of that one.
2: Was that Creep or whatever? Right? Yeah, Creep. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah pa- I remember that. One. Yeah,
0: Pablo Honey. Oddly enough, I remember the name. But like, I know a lot of people like OK Computer and Kid A. Those were big albums. I never really got into those. But this album, for whatever reason, uh, I can always I can always put it on. I was listening to it today. I was going through this exercise and- listen, and like thinking of uh, albums that I like, and this is one that I can definitely no matter what it's got a little bit it's it's kind of mellow it's got some some songs that have a bit more of an edge to it um, and I dig his voice he's got a, a lot of range with his voice I, I don't even know who the name of the lead singer is, but um I love that freaking album
3: don't love don't it. you think like some of these albums like like you listen to them and it like puts you back into some sort of you know mental you know, mood about how you listen to it the very first time. like like a time capsule. Right. Like, Robbie, you're saying, like, it was right before you graduated. You're probably, like, you know, really associating it with that kind of cool time in your life when you were just about to graduate.
0: Yeah, there's definitely a nostalgia factor uh, for me, especially with with, uh, 80s, mainly 80s pop and, like, hairband stuff and uh, and 90s uh, alternative and 90s hip-hop. That really came... I, I kind of got on the '90s hip hop train later, but um, like all the Wu Tang stuff, that all came out in like '93. That was I wasn't ready for it just yet. That that hit me like around '96, probably. But uh, I'll get into some '90s hip hop with my next choice.
4: Ooh, all right, uh, Randy, what's your Teaser. number
3: two
1: pick?
4: My number two pick. I'm gonna get into some uh, some older hip hop right now with. Uh, hieroglyphics full circle Whoa. yes uh, that was yes. uh 2003 uh, hieroglyphics is a hip-hop band uh that's based out of the bay area uh, so there's a lot of like uh local kind of kind of vibe behind that um really really thoughtful words you know r- r- really like introspective Like like make you think about how to be righteous with your life kind of stuff going on. <laughs>
3: I have literally never heard of this in my no, life. I knew, this, is I the knew first, this is the first time I've ever heard of this. Uh, that's a great
2: That's idea. a fantastic I'll, choice, yeah, I'll, Randy. I'll
3: back you oh. up on that. That's a great choice. Yeah.
4: Randy, yeah, d- Randy, I, I bounce around to a lot of different genres. I listen to a ton of like old-school Motown. I love Otis Redding and Marvin Gaye. I listen to a ton of that stuff uh, on the day-to-day. Uh, but reggae and hip-hop is... Is typically my my where I come home to your jam, yeah. You're an eclectic dude,
3: Randy. Did you go to any of those uh, any of the shows locally? Did you go to any of the concerts?
4: Oh yeah, no. I've hung out with those guys uh, at the uh, Van's Warped Tour. I, I, I there's a period of my life where I was good friends with some uh, local radio DJs and got to uh, kind of be uh, backstage at the Fillmore and at um, we've got a uh, a venue here um that all of a sudden i'm drawing a blank on the name but yeah no we've got a lot of uh, the bay area is known for the music scene so we've got a lot of really small venues where it's like very intimate kind of uh, shows a lot of them um we've got the great american music hall and the fillmore which were old opera houses that were turned into music videos and so like you're right up there you videos. know I've, I, i'm sorry uh concerts and, uh, and I, I know, thank you for correcting me. I, I've shaken hands with George Clinton while he was on the stage, you know, with Parliament P-Funk. I uh, got to do a lot of that stuff. But, yeah, hi- hieroglyphics is definitely, uh, that's that's got a special place in my heart. Can you sing any of that? Uh, you you wouldn't want that. <laughs> I, I, I
0: guarantee you that he can. I, can. I can vouch for the fact that that is, it is an option, but let's not do it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, all right, yeah. uh,
3: Jordan, <laughs> your number two obscure pick for us tonight.
5: Black Mile to the Surface by oh, Manchester Orchestra. Yeah, this is Sorry, guys. I don't know what
3: to tell you. This is another album. You know, Jordan, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I play this on an airplane all the time. This album, yeah. I play it on an on When I get on the airplane. <laughs> it's been on
5: repeat for about three and a half years. By the way, they're
3: about due for another album. Yep. So Manchester Orchestra. And Jordan, they are. They're working on another album. Tell everybody about them and that album. It's incredible. It's great. The end. <laughs> 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 wow. Deep. deep. Uh, such a good album. I know. I always feel bad for them because they're sort of like an underground band. So, like, you want them to get popular, but then you kind of don't want no, them to get No, you, you don't. You kind of don't want them to get popular. <laughs>
5: they're kind of just hanging around right in that little nook that's just
3: right. Just in between, like, super popular and not super popular. Yeah. Saw them at – Bre- Saw them at Breckenridge Brewery, Randy. We saw them at Breckenridge Brewery this last uh, Mother's Day. It was amazing. Oh, wow. All right, Robbie, go Uh, for it. Jordan, can you give me
0: a list of, like, 10 albums to listen to?
5: Yes, I can.
0: And I will. Um,
3: and I will. It's
5: already in your uh, inbox. I'm uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> texting it
5: to you right now. Shared the spreadsheet with me already on Google Docs.
0: You've
3: got you to start with the one he just mentioned. Yeah, it's... I'm
5: finding a commonality between Robbie's picks. Um, I think we would.
3: Robbie, yeah. I might have played some of that for you when we were driving around North Carolina. Right. I think I did. I, I think you did, too. Yeah, it's... And I, I remember enjoying it. I remember you saying, wow, I dig these guys. Yeah, And then you're, you're kind of an aggressive driver. Yeah, well, uh, come on now. I'm, I'm, I am the best driver west of the Mississippi. Of course, at this so, time,
0: at the, a, Anybody who says that I'm the best driver is aggressive yeah, as hell.
3: Driver. Yeah, and plus, I was east of the Mississippi at that point. So, you know. Take oh, that, that's fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Take that for
3: what it's worth. All right, my final one. This one is an interesting one. All right, everybody knows Electric Light Orchestra, right? Love Yellow. Isn't right?
5: This, isn't this your second pick?
3: This is three. No, this is my number three.
2: But you were the last guy. No, he was first. I'm first. first. You first. were the first
3: guy? First. Jordan. It's Emmett, his show. Emmett gets to was the go first guy. Let's pay, pay attention. attention here, pay buddy. Attention. Come on. I'm so going to go back. Electric Light Orchestra. Yes. Everybody loves them, right? Yeah. Mr. Blue Sky and all that. Yes. But they have this one album that almost nobody knows anything about. Really? And it's called Time. And it is an amazing album from beginning to end. Maybe the only... The only song that people might know on it is Hold On Tight. You know, Hold On Tight to Your well, Dreams. I know that one, yeah. You know that yeah, song? Yeah. Right. But that whole, it's not a very popular album. But if you go back and listen to that album from okay. start to finish. I will check it out. It is absolutely amazing. It's, is, it, is it like a different sound than the stuff a, you hear on the radio? Yeah, or it, or it is like a, different, it's yeah. a little bit right. different of a sound nice. than they were known for. By the way, I got to see Electric Light Orchestra back in the day when they had the big spaceship laser show. Like that was like uh before this particular album, but mm-hmm. like I've been a big fan of them my entire life, but this one particular album that got somehow lost in space and left behind, I recommend anybody that's a fan go back and check out that album. It's it's uh, really, really cool. It's a super cool album.
5: Jeff Lynn and ELO came back into town a couple years ago and I bought my dad tickets. He did he didn't go.
3: I What? Remember I had to, I went to Honduras? Oh, that was when uh, we went to we went to Honduras and I, I missed the wah, show. Wah. I know. My wife got to go and Jordan's wife got
4: to go. All right, Eric, Eric. quick yes. question. Oh, yes. Isn't that the group that got famous on YouTube for the Christmas light show?
5: Randy,
3: shut up. The, uh. wait. The Christmas light show? I don't think so. I mean, that's Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Electric Light Orchestra, on. got famous. Oh, oh. Trans-Siberian Orchestra.
2: Not
0: Dude, even. That's, that's funny, because that's exactly what I was thinking.
3: <laughs> Not even in the same Randy, atmosphere. we're talking about Jeff Lynne, one of the oh, greatest songwriters of our generation. He literally, you know, Traveling Wilburys? He wrote most of Tom <laughs> Petty's stuff. Like, this this guy is a, a legend. That's probably the best I supergroup d- of all time. Oh, yeah. That's traveling crazy. Wilburys. Yeah. They're amazing.
4: All right, Jordan, text that to Rob and I because I do like Tom <laughs> Petty, so we'll try that out.
3: All right, so Emmett, what's your final pick? All right, for my last one,
2: I think uh, I think the California guys and I are on the same wavelength. I picked some old school hip hop for my uh, final one. Uh, Enter the Wu Tang. Wow, uh, Emmett, that, Emmett, you don't. That, I didn't expect it. Oh my god! Back in high school, you guys, I was <laughs> all about the hip hop.
3: Look at him; he does not look like he would be listening to Wu Tang. Can all you guys bag. hear me eat uh, records on this yes, microphone?
2: <laughs>
0: It's, I can see it. I, it's in there
3: now, I Emmett. Why? You got long that's that's profiling, probably. Eric. I'm just saying, you know, he <laughs> I mean... doesn't strike me as a uh, hip hop. Hip hop. That's nothing wrong with that. Hey,
0: Do we I mean... have an HR department here at the dojo because <laughs> I think I need to file a complaint, make a report.
3: <laughs> I all mean, right.
2: arguably the best hip hop album of all time. What's Is there... the song
3: on there that maybe I might know? Ah, uh, you None. probably wouldn't know any of them. Oh God, come on. <laughs>
2: Bring the Ruckus, M E T H O D,
3: Man, Method Man. Okay. Um,
2: right. Now, there's so many. Right. Every song on that album is a
3: classic hip hop jam. So, what's the deal with Wu Tang? Like, I see like that logo all over, and I've never got into him. I just never. I don't you think need I... to
2: watch the show Wu Tang, an American saga on I've never Hulu. It's it such is a it good, good show, you guys. Go watch that show. Well, it's not on I my list because there's only one season, but it's a great show. Huh. It tells you the history of. They were into some shady stuff before they were in hip-hop, but it's all
3: part of the, I mean, hey. It's it's part of their legend now at this point, right? All All right, right, Robbie, your number three pick, brother. What do you got? I've got six.
0: Can I have six of them? No. No. You got one more. (laughs) You can say them all in one breath. (laughs) So, okay, so, like, my honorable mention is uh, Wildflowers from Tom Petty. Ooh, I love that that's one. A good one.
3: Tom Petty's amazing.
0: I mean come just on. not I'm, yeah just not I never got to see him live, which is saddens me. Um, and one, I've got another one that's like a greatest hits, which I did I avoided greatest hits because that's not really an album. but uh, at the close of a century from uh, Stevie Wonder, that's four discs. If you've ever listened to Stevie Wonder or you enjoy that style of music, I highly recommend that you over the next three weeks, Dedicate uh, some time to listening to that start to finish. I mean, that man had so many hits. But the album that I decided to go with is uh, a hip hop album. Ooh. Came out in in late 1999, uh, October of 1999, and it's from my second favorite MC of all time. And the album is called "Black on Both Sides" by Most Def.
2: Oh, but Most Def. Oh, yes.
0: This so is an yeah,
2: album most def, most def <coughs> that I.
0: Good. That I can just listen to It's from the, the now defunct Rockets Records. This was the the uh, the height of what my life my wife likes to refer to as my hip hop Harry days. I don't know why she calls me hip hop Harry, but I we did we did a radio show when I was in college and we played like nothing but hip hop. And it was after ten o'clock, so we could play whatever we wanted. And there was only one person listening anyway, so it didn't matter. But uh, um, Most Def, uh, when he first hit the scene, was just I, he just changed the rap game for me, and this is an album. The biggest hit off of this is was uh, Miss Fat Booty. Miss Fat it is Booty. Probably, it's probably the biggest hit. Uh, Umi says, "I know that was used in like a Nike commercial." Was not uh, brown skin
2: lady on that one too? Uh,
0: no, mm. no, that might be a different album. But it's just I, I, I don't know. There's something about this particular album. It's 17 tracks, and uh, I mean, there's a like each track was produced by somebody different. Hen't does really feature anybody. He features Busta rhymes on one track and Tal- Talib Kweli, who they did a lot of stuff together. Um,
2: I, um, I almost put Black star on my list. Oh yeah, oh, Black oh, star Black another, great, yeah. another
0: great. another great. Now Black Star is most S- deaf so and. Talib good. Kweli. yeah uh, but yeah, this this album really kind of defines my college years and uh, I, or the end of my college years, really. But uh, yeah, man, I can listen to this just steady repeat. And if you're looking for a playlist, and you happen to listen to uh, or have a Spotify account, the there's a '70s road trip playlist that's like a hundred songs long. That's gonna take up your entire day. Just put it on in the background, and you can thank me later.
3: So, Miss Fat Booty, so you're really you know diving into that intellectual kind of <laughs>
1: stuff.
0: <laughs> you know, it's. Okay, I'll give you that based on the, the title of the song. But it, <clears throat> he, he was I mean his his uh his lyrics were were pretty deep for the most part. Maybe not on that track. Yeah. But uh, um he was one of the more and, and there's a, you could say that really it's I know a lot of rap sometimes comes off comes off rap rap, rap and hip hop comes off as uh maybe a bit superficial but um I mean especially when you start talking about uh um uh, uh randy who did you mention uh, hieroglyphics and uh and those types of uh, those types of groups they uh there was there was there was a lot of message behind what they were saying
4: absolutely yep.
3: all right randy you're up for your final pick
4: all right. Well, I mean, you guys got me kind of like excited here. I was I, I was going to choose a hip-hop album no matter what, but like dilated peoples Gangstar, black star were all on um the the list. Oh, uh, ju- ju- Jurassic it. 5, man. I, oh, I mean, J5. J- J- Jurassic China. 5 is, is exactly. Even even when he came out with that uh that fish out of water album, man. I mean, Charlie yeah, Tuna's voice. is, uh, oh yeah, it's transformative to to your your mood in general. Um so, and, and Eric, you know, I, I mean, as an argument for hip hop, there's a big difference between like the gangster rap of the nineties that, that you're, you probably associate that genre with more, but a lot of the, the hip hop stuff was about like just being, you know, a righteous person being right to, you know, the people around you. And, uh, you know, in this time, you know, since we're doing this whole social distancing thing, there's a lot of messaging there that I think the world would be a better place if more people paid attention to, um, but I digress. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use my third choice to uh, talk about what I'm going to be doing during the next two weeks that I'm on uh, that I'm on quarantine here. Uh, and so I'm going to be doing a lot of writing for the dojo if if uh, everything goes the way I oh, hope geez, it does. and so uh so i actually dig a lot i i have music going virtually at all times in my life and so i like a lot of instrumental um uh where i i'm not paying attention to the lyrics where i can just kind of like vibe out pay attention what i'm paying attention to and so um you know dilated peoples has a great album out in in instrumental but what i'm gonna go with um is a little bit more um, electronic it, and I was thinking Pretty Lights or uh, Nightmares on Wax, but I'm gonna go with Grammatic. Uh, the album came out in 2009. It's called SB Number Two, and uh, and it's it's just uh, a lot of bass, a lot a lot of uh, a lot of great instrumental uh, stuff going on there. So it, it allows me to focus on the flavors in the cigar. And I promise Jordan, I will write more reviews. <laughs>
5: I, I'm only saying this because I love your stuff, you know.
3: <laughs> it's almost like you guys are speaking English. I can, I kind of can. <laughs> almost.
5: There's a word in there
3: I There's got. There's a word or two in there I got. No, thank you, Randy. Uh, Jordan, your final pick for a album that you would put on repeat.
5: I would go with In An Airplane Over the Sea, Neutral Milk Hotel. This is kind of the granddaddy of indie alternative that maybe the other two that listed came from. Uh this, this album is, I didn't find it till like five, plus, five, ten years ago. but And it came oh. out in like 99. But it sounds, you would think it would be like right now, like shins, that kind of stuff. But it's, it's pretty far back. And it sounds exactly like what you'd be listening to today in that genre. It's great.
3: You know, Robbie, just so you know, I got to see Tom Petty at Red Rocks when I was like a little teenager. Oh. Yeah, I was a teenager. I got the worst sunburn in my life. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's too bad that you have a negative connotation no, with that
3: no, I it was great. I mean I loved Tom What Petty. year was it? What year? I'm thinking it was seventy eight. <coughs> I don't know. So it was
0: it was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It wasn't yeah, just Tom. Yeah. Petty.
3: What what was the year he came out with the Damn the Torpedoes? I don't know. You probably don't know that, but it was probably that Stop my head. whatever that whatever that was, it was probably around that time. Maybe I'm off on the years, but uh, what well, was great. Um, all right, so let's switch gears. Let's switch gears to uh, things that we would um, binge watch because, mm. like, right now, like, now's the perfect time to binge watch stuff, right? Oh, yeah. So I mean, many hours to kill. So many hours to kill. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, so we each have three picks. Best shows to binge watch. And if you're watching on Facebook, I want to hear what you guys want to binge watch. I picked all three of mine are not... New shows, They're older shows. Mm-hmm. So I'll start.
0: Are oh, you going to steal some of mine? I, 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 I'm man, looking look.
3: at his list right now. We already have two that overlap. I have a couple extras in case, just in case there's some overlap. Oh, Emmett, we're on. We're we're literally we're broadcasting back. from my iPhone. Internet. The peak of technology. The peak of technology. So, I don't know. Uh, look at that. Yeah, it's buffering. Is it really going to cut out again? Oh, it's coming back. It's trying. Look at it trying. It's trying so hard. Now watch as I do this. We are on... We're in a storm. So that could theoretically have something to do with this.
4: What has something to do with this?
3: There's a person.
4: <laughs> Hi, guys.
3: Hey, Randall. We were just saying that we're on my iPhone's internet because our internet went out.
4: Is that true? You're, you're really going to do the show on a hotspot?
3: We are live. This is happening. We are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: well, love
5: it. We're in a severe blizzard. We I mean, gotta. Yeah. We
4: gotta wrap up. Oh. We have to.
3: It's like we, three
2: feet of snow outside.
3: We have to at least wrap up the show. Maybe we won't do the whole.
4: What? I have props. I have
3: <laughs> props. Can we see Randy or no? Sorry. Um. Uh, just getting oh, Rob he is. on. there Hello. Robbie. Hey, hey, Rob's back. Hey. So. We are on the peak of technology, Robbie. We're literally broadcasting through my uh, my iPhone internet.
4: Hotspot is real. We,
3: we've got a severe blizzard, you know. Hey, we're, you Colorado. know. Colorado. It's Colorado. We're, we're trying. It, it's a snowstorm. It gave me good? enough
0: time to get another cigar and a beer, so yes. I'm good to go. All right,
4: can guys. Can I just say, most of the people assume that I did this intentionally because you won't let me into the Hall of Fame?
3: That's, uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I would agree with that. That's, it's definitely your. View, you, Russian hacker.
4: <laughs> it's all Macedonian recent. Macedonian hacker. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: So, guys, uh, let's see if we can pull this off here. Um, let's switch gears. Uh, we'll talk about uh, favorite shows to binge watch while you're stuck at home. And uh, because, as I was saying to Emmett, hey, this is the perfect time to binge watch a show. Yes. And for me, I've got five shows, but I'll, I'm, you know, just in case there's some overlap. There will be. So if you guys are watching, oh, look at that. So you can see the internet's struggling. Struggling. Jordan? People struggling. are saying looking good. It's looking good? All right. Mm. So my first show to binge watch is the best TV show ever on TV. And if you guys have any on Facebook that you <coughs> want to share, please do so. Uh, my number one show is The Sopranos. Boom. Mm. It is the greatest well, there's one off my list. It's the greatest <laughs> show ever made for TV. Now it's very harsh show, you know, hey, it's it's definitely not kid material, but a fantastic show. One of those shows that basically like take it imagine Goodfellas but they had time to sh- like tell you all the details that you couldn't mm-hmm. get in Goodfellas. That's what's so great about. And by the way, some people hate the ending. I love the ending. Me Probably the best
5: ending of any show.
3: The best ending of any television show oh
5: I would
0: I would there's well anyway go ahead
3: so Emmett uh give me your number one show that you would binge watch in a quarantine situation so I tried to I
2: picked some shows that had you know more than a few seasons so stuff that has longevity that'll keep you busy for a while um First one I picked was I'm sure on some other lists. Uh, my favorite
3: show maybe ever, Breaking Bad. Mm. Mm. That was nice. That was on my list. That was my number three. It, so I'll uh, s- such a good show. skip that That's one. That's perfect.
5: Yeah.
2: Competing for top show. Perfect ending. Perfect yes. directing. Just such a great story. I love it. Perfect
5: and, arc the whole way through. Yeah. You could tell they had that thing planned out from beginning to end. Yeah. Yep. What did you guys think of the movie, though? I It was all right. All I, was right. Say, I, I was about to say it. I was about to say it. And then they
4: finished with it, yeah. a movie, which...
5: It's, well, it's cool because, like, y- it was totally non-essential. You could do without it. You could yeah. never see it, and you'd be totally fine. Or if you want just a little extra, you know, info, Yeah. it didn't ruin anything. No, it
2: was cool. That's the worst is when they
5: add those on at the end, and it kind of changes something from the actual yeah. show. It didn't do that. <laughs> I enjoyed oh, it, but it was
2: definitely, book. like, unnecessary. That.
3: I have not seen that one. Well, it's good.
4: All well, right. since you brought since you brought up El Camino, Emmett, uh, what about um, Better Call Salt? which I love was that. hey, uh, whoa, that show whoa, too. don't bring up
5: other- easy there, Tiger. Don't bring oh, up I other thought that was
4: Pump the I brakes. That that was, Randy. Like, that's part of the Breaking Bad like well, portfolio. It's so, so, so Randy
0: just gave his first one.
4: No, no, no.
3: <laughs> All right, Robbie, what's your what's your first one?
0: Well, my first one was The Sopranos because. Um, I've I've never actually watched the whole thing. I've watched it. I've started it a couple of times and my wife and I kind of have a thing where if we we're watching a show that's like that, we watch it together. So I got through like a season and a half and then she started watching it. And we got through a season and a half, maybe two seasons. I don't remember where we stopped, but I feel like I've kind of stopped at the same spot two or three times. So that one is on is was the number 1 on my list. Number 2 is a show that I've only watched one episode of and Everybody outside of Eric apparently says that this is one of, if not the best uh, series, it's one of the best, and that's The Wire. Mm-hmm. I've, o- I've only watched one episode, and I remember watching it. It was like super dated, and everybody's like, oh, get through the first few episodes and you'll be fine. So The Wire is r- super high on my list. To, I don't know, it's like five or six seasons, I think, give or take. I honestly five. don't know. And I have—I don't know how it ends. I know how The Sopranos ends, and uh, I would say, I would say that Mad Men had a much better ending than Sopranos. Everyone keeps uh,
5: saying watch The Wire, and I've watched the first episode like three times, and it's so bad yeah. I
0: can't get past it. it. Oh, it's too it's bad. bad. It's bad, dated, and like with the the cell phones that are this big and <laughs> and all that. But uh, I, I'm gonna give it a shot because I mean, frankly, we got the time. So uh, that's that's my number one is The Wire.
3: All right, that's a good pick. Uh, Randy, what about you? Are you a TV guy, Randy? I don't
4: know. I don't watch uh, traditional television. Um, the first... <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so, so I, like I think television in a different realm than other
4: people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the first show I ever saw that was like bingeable, you know, this new era of Amazon and HBO shows... Um, <laughs> that just sounded uh, like such th-
5: an old person thing to say.
4: How dare you! This How new era you?
5: with the HBOs and the YouTubes. And...
4: So I, I was gonna say, mm-hmm. you know, True Detective was was the ah, first one, Season but, one, but yeah, I was gonna season say, but the second was so this season was so bad but that the third that's one was not pretty even good though. Oh, I never even gave it a shot. The first one was it, I third was third so let down great. by third season two. Season pulls it third back. Season's great. Interesting, good to hear. Ursula uh, Ali is awesome. I got I gotta say, The Wire. You guys, Jordan especially, because you can really, uh, like, respect and understand cin- cinematography in a certain way that, like, not only have I watched the entire uh, series of Wire three times. I've watched the, uh, like, theses are done on this show by people that go to um, uh, production schools and I, the. the the similarities that are drawn between the criminals and the cops, the the it's basically the same story. Each season is from a different perspective, from the schools in the area, from the police in the area, from the news in the area, to the people on the streets being criminals. Um, I and it is one of the most masterful. Uh, series ever put out. So that would have been my first one, no, but Robbie has never seen I'll two episodes. I'll trust you on
5: that. I've been told that by enough people that I respect. That I'm going to have to check it that out. I think it must be good, but i just get, I got to get past those first few episodes, I guess. It's, yeah. you know,
4: it's gritty. It's, it's very it. raw at the beginning, especially. Um, but uh, since that was already taken, even though um, the guy um, that took it has never seen it, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with <laughs> I'm gonna go with Dexter as my first choice. Oh, um, the worst the ending worst, of all time, worst ending ever. ever. I was okay. saying this earlier, it's and Randy so didn't believe me. So bad. One bad ending doesn't unravel kind of five does. seasons of brilliance. Look at Game uh, of Thrones. So Even de- the last, Dexter, the last uh, like two seasons rough. of
2: Dexter weren't <laughs> as near as good as the first few. That's... But it's worth
5: watching for the first few oh. episodes. I'm oh, on God. Team Randy on this I'll one. I'll tell you, it's yeah, so season good. one is amazing. Season four is amazing. All the rest you could do without. And I don't know why I can't see Sensei on this camera.
3: Well, there's sexy cam still going. Hey, baby. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. yeah. all right, Jordan. What's all your right, What's which, your first, Jordan?
5: so oh, oh, go on. Go on.
0: I was gonna say, which season had uh, John Lithgow in it? Four. That's season four. That's, that's four. the that's the other oh, best but season.
5: That was the best. Yes, he's so good. You could you could just watch that season and be fine. Uh, okay, Twice. so I didn't. I took this in a different direction. I thought if we're all picking like all timers, we're just gonna pick the same five shows. Um, so I'm doing shows I'm binging now. And um, I'm going with Better Call Saul first. And that's why I there didn't you want go. you to bring that up, Randy. <laughs> uh, Randy! not Maybe not as good Great as uh, uh, Breaking Bad, but it's it's the same style. Um, it's got a slower pace, but I'm yeah. okay with that. I think they might yeah. have gone a little – like you could. there's one season in there that you could kind of do without. They kind of made it go a little too slow. But now it's, it's back on right now, back on pace, and it's really good.
3: He's like, just now, Saul Goodman. Yeah. See, that's it's the great, thing is like great. I, I mean, it's going to be hard for me to get back into that because it just took so long. You for need them to, um, to, get if to if that you point. if
5: you start watching this season, <laughs> make sure to go on YouTube and watch like a good like uh, recap. something to recap. Yeah, okay. bring you back up to speed what you forgot. But I recommend it. All right,
3: my number two guys is I th- is could be it could have easily been my number one best show ever, and that's <laughs> Lost. And I'm re-watching it right now Ooh. with my two daughters. That is one of the best most you know most well acted shows of all time. Now, I know this is a very controversial show because of the ending. Yeah. But if you understand what's happening in the show, it's the ending is not bad. It's an, it's an incredible ending. It's an incredible show and I I just like I said the other day we started re watching it. And it's incredible, like there's literally, like it is an amazing show. I love
2: that show, except for the last fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can <laughs> just stop I it forty-five minutes into the well, last episode. I get you just now leave
5: it. Actu- have I you ever it. checked out my dad's? All I know you guys have told
2: me about this. He's got the. I've written the it. master plan. He's
5: got, I, he's got this theory it. on the interwebs that has actually been published in Lost Theory books yes. because it's it actually will make if anybody didn't like Lost after the ending, read the theory. You just missed a couple of things and it'll pull you back into it. Yes, that's correct.
2: I hated the ending.
5: I have all to say. Right,
3: it. All right. Well, just can you just trust me that if you ah. if you could read my theory? I do trust you. I do trust you. You might change cuz you probably don't know what like the smoke monster really was and okay. you might not know uh-huh. what like, some of those things really were and if you did it might change your opinion on the entire show. All right. I believe you. All right, Emmett. Uh, number 2 for you.
2: All right. Number two, I'm going for longevity and nerdiness on this one. Uh, Star Trek The Next Generation. Oof. Oh. 170, <laughs> 178 <laughs> episodes, you guys.
3: 178 episodes. That would take you episodes.
2: like eight days of straight watching it just to get through it, and it's so good. So Come I'll on. get
5: you through the whole quarantine. Yes. And then <laughs> after you
2: finish that, you can watch Star Trek Picard on CBS All Access, which is great. It's so good.
3: Hey, I'll take your word for it. I, I've never been a Star Trek guy, but I'm going to uh, – hey, I'll take your word for it. If you read my theory about loss, I'll try that. I You're going to watch 178 no, episodes? but I'll try. All right. Oh,
0: there's no way. It's just that. not happening. I'll take the odds on that.
3: All right, Robbie, uh, number two for you. What's your second most uh, bingeable show right now? So for me, this
0: is a show that is um, – it's, it's had two seasons – and their third season is coming soon. Oh, I, I think I, could, I know what it is.
1: I don't think you do. <laughs>
0: I could. Oh, you might. You might. I could. Uh, I. I don't know when the, the next season comes out. But uh, this is a BBC show. Oh no. And yeah, it's it's not the one that you're thinking. That is might this, be my third one. Is, if this is Killing still
5: there. Eve?
0: Killing Eve. Yes. Yeah.
2: Love that show.
0: So good with uh, Sandra Oh is is probably the most recognizable uh actor in it um and it's uh it's she works for uh i don't know she, she she's not MI6 or maybe she is yeah, MI6 she is, i don't like remember off the the, off the, the
2: books MI6 yeah
0: yeah and she's uh tracking this um uh, uh assassin's female assassin through uh through Europe and it's and they have kind of a unique connection it's uh, it's a really really cool show. If you've never seen it, it's on Hulu right now. I uh Season seasons one and two. It is very very good. Mm-hmm. I think are probably like ten episodes, give or take. Yeah. But it's it's the first season is phenomenal. I'm still working my way through season two, because uh, I just got on to uh, Hulu, as far as I know. Season three is coming up, but uh, that's that one's uh, really really cool.
2: Yeah, it's like spy versus spy.
3: Really well acted. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I, I've never seen any of it, so I, I
5: sounds like one I might sounds, uh, want to check out. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah,
0: check it out. It's uh, uh, mainly female uh, actors, female leads. Yeah, uh, the assassins female, and um, it's just it's it's really really cool. It's just really cool the way the story's told. I just dig it a lot. Yeah, one really thing
5: good. is, it's it's sometimes it's hard for me to get into shows like that that haven't proven themselves yet. Like I kind of like to let a show go three seasons. You know, like it's okay, won a ton of Emmys. This thing is gonna. It's actually gonna keep going. It's not. Just yeah, gonna get I'm that way
0: with I'm that way with books. Like if it's a, if it's a series, I need like three or four of the series to come out before I'm gonna right. get involved. Because yeah, I don't want to get you wanna I don't want to get five books in. Yeah, right. five and, books in, and, and then. So, you know, exciting. then you take eight years to write the last one. I don't want. I don't want to
3: be that. George RR. All right, Randy, what's your uh, what's your second?
4: All right. Well, I had mentioned before the show. I didn't count it because only one of the three seasons or two and a half seasons were good. But I gotta give uh, honorable mention to Newsroom. I loved the first season of that. Oh, that was made me- good. Oh, Newsroom was excellent. It made me rethink media today. And during the time that we're in right now, there's nothing more. like I think back to that all the time and the, the hype that, that media is putting around uh, everything that's going on currently. Um, but my uh, officially, um, I am going with the show that before Meghan Markle broke up the royal family, she broke up a darn good show first. And that was called Suits. <laughs> and I love. <laughs> I love that show, man. Those characters oh, are fantastic. Um, House was was a consideration. I, I enjoy. I enjoy. Stop naming other work. shows.
2: <laughs> no, you're getting like seven
4: in here. Come on. All right, so suits. Suits is my
3: second. Uh, my second option. All right, Jordan. what's <laughs> What's your What's your number two?
5: Um, I've been I've been uh, binging, Kirby Enthusiasm*.
3: Oh, Oh, Mm. so good. If you like Seinfeld,
5: this is like Seinfeld (coughs) condensed. Yes. And uh, the new season's on right now, and it it holds up. Still good.
3: You know, that brings me to my number three pick, Jordan, uh, which is a comedy. And there's nothing better and. and, uh, than binging The Office, like yes. you can watch.
2: I'm I'm currently doing that. You can literally watch. Tell the Office you how many times I've watched The Office. A, any
3: dude. moment in your life, so good. and it's just always hilarious and always funny. And that the thing I like about The Office is you don't have to have watched any of it. Like no. you can pick it up pretty no. much anywhere. Should, lo- I know. I know. I'm <laughs> just saying it's not like Lost or like no. Sopranos where you need to like start from the beginning. Like you can just watch any episode of The Office and it's funny. Yeah. But Binging it from start to finish, which I recently did, yep. is it's that, that was
5: when once Michael leaves, it's it's kind of like when Barmy, Barney Barney Five leaves uh, Andy Griffith's the show. It's not quite the same, but it's it's, it's still, still a, funny. Looking back, it's still, back, still, it's still okay. Yeah. yeah,
3: I didn't think that that it was too terrible after he left. It wasn't as good, but it now was. you
5: probably got that because everyone told you how bad it right. was. Right,
3: that's true. That is true. All right, Emmett, what's your final pick?
2: All right, so I had The Office on mine, but I had a backup. Uh, I wanted to pick a current show, and that's The Expanse. Mm. I love sci-fi. Oh. Sci-fi shows. This is the best <coughs> sci-fi show. Okay, in so forever.
3: Tell me, give me the Reader's Digest summary of what this is about, because I've seen a okay. lot about this show.
2: So basically, like it's it's like I don't know, two or three hundred years in the future, and we've gotten this really fast mode of transportation uh, between planets, and you've got uh, people that have colonized Mars, and you've got people that have colonized the asteroid belt. In between Earth, and they're kind of like at odds with each other, and then this like kind of alien force—you don't really know it's an alien—for like a few seasons, but it comes in and kind of messes things up. And it's—it's it's got mystery, it's got action, it's—it's it's never dull. It's uh, hmm. it's uh, kind how of how many no, a no seasons are we feel in? A little bit. Uh, the fourth, fourth season I think just aired on Amazon. It switched oh. to Amazon from Sci-Fi. Um, yeah, I think I think they're four seasons in now, and it's. Such good sci-fi. Like.
3: I will have to check that out. That sounds good, uh, Robbie. What's your final pick? Uh,
0: the Expanse. I've you know that's a that's a John McTavish special. He loves that show. So good. Uh, I I've, I've tried to watch a, a few episodes of it. Uh, I, and by a few episodes, I mean like fifteen minutes of the first one. And <laughs> I, I, I didn't quite get into it, but I think I'm going to get. I'm going to put it on the list. I'm definitely going to put it on the list. So for. Um, this one, oh now I've completely lost it. Well, one that I suggest that everybody goes back and watches again, even though it was just one season, is Band of Brothers. Yes. That might be yeah. the best. You that might be the best like single season.
5: That, on IMDb, that's Fire the line. highest rated show of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's phenomenal, man. It's so so good. I had another one. Oh oh, it's this is very uh, on uh, on brand with uh, with the Robbie Raz brand is the, uh, the Clone Wars.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. I've
0: never really watched it. And I've tried to watch a few episodes here and there. It's an animated series. It's on Disney+. And there's like six seasons, maybe seven. They just had the last season. Uh, was released fairly recently. So uh, that's one that uh, my wife might not be into. So it might be I'm watching it in one room and she's watching something else in the other. Um, with uh, the, the caveat that there's another show... Is the crown is another one that I might want to, uh, mm. to binge as well. Cause we're supposed to go. We've got a trip booked to go to London in uh, October for our 10th anniversary. I don't, that's still kind of up in the air at this point, but um, anyway, those are my three uh, answers for the last one
5: guys, real quick. Can we just give props to Bill Carney? He just said, mystery sense. Ooh, oh good yeah. choice. Come oh, on. Nice. Nailed it.
1: It's, you Oh, know.
0: you know what? My real my real answer that I totally forgot, <laughs> that I to- I totally forgot my real answer was going to be, but uh, um, Clone Wars was my backup, is um, Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah, Like, OG
5: Twilight. OG. I, I, I binge that all the time. Well, every uh, New Year's.
2: Have you watched the you new know? one, though, with Jordan Peele? It I look haven't good. seen it. It's no. good. It's good? It's good.
0: Okay. Is it good? I haven't watched that one, but uh, I think all the old episodes are on Netflix, I think. Um, yes, that show Except was so like far ahead four of its four time. for some reason, but yeah, it was so far ahead of its time. That shows a lot of fun. All
3: right, Randy, what's your, uh, what's your last, what's your last pick brother?
4: All right. So I'm coming off the rails and Eric, don't be mad at me, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> as I've said before, um, I'm not, um, I don't watch traditional television for the most part. I really enjoy learning things. And so, uh, as I did with the music, I'm going to use my third pick to say what I'm going to be binging uh, during the next two weeks that I'm on paternity leave. And that's going to be the Society of Wine Educators Beverage Specialist Certification. Oh, uh, right. I,
5: I, uh, what? <laughs> uh, next. Boom. Yes. What is that? No, next. Come on. No.
4: <laughs> wait, wait. wait. Uh, no, I, I like to Mike. read more than I like to, to uh, watch TV. And uh, anyone that knows me, I'm a barbecue judge, I'm a beer judge, I'm uh, a certified tobacconist, I'm into certifications like Weep. nobody's business. And the beverage specialist certification actually uh, certifies you in coffee, sake, wine, spirits, and beer, um, which is kind of a big deal for me. And so uh, thanks, Scott. I appreciate the uh, the, the love there. <laughs> no. But, uh, but that, that's what I'm going to be binging uh, over the next two weeks, that I'm uh, on house arrest.
3: Sounds great. what <laughs> 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 <It's laughs> Jordan, what's, what's yours, Jordan?
5: I'm, I'm going with uh, Cobra Kai. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Season three is yeah. about to start back up. You, you might as well, uh, brush up on the last two seasons and get ready. Um, it's, if, for those that don't know, it's, it's Karate Kid. The same, same actors. You still got Ralph Macchio and, um, but they're like 50 years old now, and so good they're starting Lawrence. up. They're starting up these dojos and bringing back the rivalry a little bit. And the show kind of keeps the same, like corniness. It, it's like kind of a self-aware corniness, and it's pretty dang. It's on YouTube, so just get a free subscription on YouTube and binge it.
3: It's real good. Sounds yeah. sounds fun. I want to start that actually. Um, hey uh, guys, uh, real quick. Let's talk about Flavor Odyssey coming up on Wednesday. Do we know what's the uh, what's going on on Flavor Odyssey this coming Wednesday, Robbie, Randy, our hosts?
0: We do, and uh, we've got this Wednesday. We're in episode X, Oof. so we are doing That's the okay. uh, Chaco Vesa from Stone Brewing. It starts with an X. And Randy's got a can of it right there. He's uh, dutifully pulling that out. There you go. Thank you. And the Opus X Angel Share, Randy, mm, is the cigar that we're a pairing gonna
5: do for the Opus Angel Share. Is pretty light. Y- yeah,
2: y- you
0: know, there's not a whole lot of options in X. So, so Zycon, do it the best you can. I a few
2: cigars. That's fair. They did, actually.
0: Really? Um, yeah. They, they did under... I can't remember AJ what the Fernandes brand was. The first was first it the, AJ that made those?
2: One,
0: yeah. yeah that's, you're right. They did. I don't have any of those. Randy, I don't think you do either, based on your response.
4: <laughs> I can't uh, get them by Wednesday if, I, if we <laughs> can find them at all. I,
3: <laughs> I, next, so next season. Next season. I, I didn't bring
0: this up early, and maybe this isn't the right time to bring it up, but I almost wonder if we should do the Z episode first. No. Because we've We've got a, the Z beer is a hop forward beer and we want to drink it as fresh as possible. Yes. So
3: no.
0: I, I know we're throwing, we're throwing a bit of a curve there. We're, we're I don't not, know. We're not
3: dyslexic. I mean, we got to, you know,
0: <laughs> I, I understand that, but it when it's, there's, there's a, there isn't actually a real talking point there when it comes to hop forward beers. I mean, the first thing that you lose from an IPA or a pale ale, which is the beer that we would be having is that hop aroma, which is a big, uh, a big component. You're going to lose of, it in one week? <laughs> well, weeks. it would be three it would be three, weeks. three
4: weeks. And, and, uh, and can we I give a special shout-out? The beers, shout out? The beers yeah. are not easy to come by. Three Floyds is a uh, highly in high demand Chicago brewery called Three Floyds. We have the beer only because of a dojo brother, Wayne Brock, the WB, uh, sent us these beers just for the show. Uh, so pretty special little dojo tie in there to be able to get those beers. Um, and we'll be, <laughs> we'll be, uh, we'll be pairing zombie dust as you brought it up with, as you know, Davidoff, uh, S- uh, specter platinum. But, uh, you're right. I am very, very sad about, uh, knowing darn well that we're going to absolutely run over the beautiful, uh, angel share, but it was, uh, uh, my good friend Robbie Raz actually gifted me those cigars for my birthday, so we kind of went in with, on them together. Of I
5: all think. the X cigars, most of them are Opus, and you yeah. picked the lightest one. Yeah.
4: Is it? Yeah, I mean, if you pick yeah, the if you pick
5: Opus X or the Forbidden X, that's, those are going to be. That's going to have a better chance of matching the strength.
2: Even the 20th is a, li- a well, little stronger. Well, it doesn't stronger. It doesn't necessarily
3: have to be a good yeah. pair. No, I
5: that's mean, true. That's true. You I'm know? just I'm just bringing <laughs> stuff up, you know. Well, know.
3: Well, we'll be looking. Oh. So we don't know for sure what you're going to do Wednesday. Is it going to be Z or X? Yeah. I guess we're, we're going to find out. Uh, I and threw a two. curveball,
0: and I, I, oh, I should have no. brought that up, uh, uh, you know, internally as opposed to announcing it to the world. But <laughs> I, I don't know. What, what do you think, Randy?
4: As I'm not dyslexic, to Eric's point, I I do believe we have to stick to our guns and do uh, letter X next. Uh, More importantly to announce uh, here on this show, though, because we haven't totally made it official. uh, We had a great time doing our first live show this past week at a 9 p.m. Eastern time uh slot uh i've gotten a lot of good feedback from the audience that that timing worked out really well and so we will be doing it live again this coming wednesday yes uh, four letter x 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern time um and yeah right (laughs) uh (laughs) and uh, yeah so we we appreciate everybody coming out and checking out the show and um we're, we'll do our best to differentiate uh, the flavors between the cigar and, and the beer because the beer is quite strong. It's an imperial stout uh, with some uh, additional flavor additives, Robbie. Indeed, and, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it might take a little bit of topo in between for us to be able to continue to uh, pick out the nuances of, of the cigar. Uh, but we are excited about uh, about episode X live at 9 p.m. Eastern. All right.
3: Well, good job, Hey, Emmett. What do we have to look forward to on BlindMan'sPuff.com? You got some any uh, blind reviews coming up that you can hint us to that might be hitting in the near future?
2: I don't have anything coming up, but uh, we we posted a big score this week. It was the uh, uh, we gave a 95 to the Aging Room Bin Number
3: Two. Oh, so oh my, 95. That
5: review. out. Oh, yeah. I have that one. Uh, Raphael Down nailed it with hot that one. Diggity. Yeah.
3: That's a so that's that a out. high score Super for high. you guys. Yeah,
2: the highest we have ever given is 96, so that's up there.
3: Wow. All right, so we'll look forward to that. Thank you for coming on on a Friday yeah, night. Uh, Jordan, yes. uh, it's quarantine night, but you know what? We're bringing people together. Don't forget, guys, if you want to just do some video chatting, uh, we got the virtual lounge set up 24-7. Next Friday night, don't have a show planned out because, remember, we were planning on getting back from Honduras, uh Sunday, so um, we got to figure all that out. We'll do something fun. In the meantime, get on the Dojo app, share what you're smoking, share what you're drinking, do some Now Playing tonight, and uh, we'll have some fun. Until next week, remember, never Never
4: smoke, smoke. Hello. Hello. hello! See you guys next Friday night.